if you are future minded when it comes to running your online business, then you need to have an email list. Hi there. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm Nick with nickcrib.com. And we're here to talk about online business, how to escape the nine to five, and spend more time doing what you love with the people you love. And when it comes to online business, one of the most important things that you need in order to make money is an audience. And when you're trying to grow your business and trying to uh, grow your income, growing your audience is going to go hand in hand with that. If you don't have an audience, you don't have a business, you don't have money, you don't have an income. So today, I want to talk about the importance of developing an email list and why you shouldn't rely on a business that isn't centered around an email list, or at least doesn't have one. Now, there are a number of ways that you can run your business. There are a number of ways that you could grow your audience. You can use various social media platforms. You can use YouTube. Um, you can even just have a blog. But one of the things that I've seen people doing a lot that is very detrimental to their business is they're growing their business within a platform like, let's say, Facebook, and they don't have any way to focus on lead generation or any way to start capturing people's email addresses. And one of the problems with that is if you're trying to let's say, run your business out of Facebook. What happens if Facebook becomes no longer relevant? Or what happens if Facebook shuts down? Now, Facebook is already shut down a couple of times. There was one instance that was at least seven hours back in 2021. If your business relies solely on something like Facebook, and they shut down or they become no longer relevant, what happens to your audience? Are you going to have to move to another platform and try to rebuild that audience? Have you grown your business enough and collected email addresses so you can market to those people in the event of a shutdown? You know, These are questions that you should ask yourself when you're trying to structure your business and you're trying to determine the best method for building and growing your audience. Studies have shown that more people are turning to their emails on a daily basis and reading the marketing content that comes in. Now, we all get spam in our inbox, and that's not what I'm referring to. But what I'm referring to is when people decide that they want to opt in to, let's see, just a particular business, or maybe they like the content that's being provided. If you're anything like me, there are certain businesses that I actually look forward to reading their emails. When I open my inbox and I see something that comes from these businesses, it actually um, it intrigues my interest because when I'm specifically opting in to an email list, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm basically telling somebody, hey, I am fine with you sending me marketing emails, 
as long as your marketing is helpful or informative or provides value to, um, to me and just what I'm looking for. We don't want spam. And, uh, you know, everybody hates when they get a random email that they never opted into. And I, I get those just about every day. I probably get several hundred emails per day of spam. And it seems like the more that I hit the unsubscribe button, it's like they just sell my information to somebody else or something. Because it's, it's almost as if every time I hit that unsubscribe button, I get resubscribed to like 10 more emails. So that's, that's a frustrating thing about you know where emails are today. But aside from that, there is a huge trend of uh, more daily email readers than ever before. So when it comes to your business, if you are providing value to your customers, and you are not putting out so much content um, through their email boxes, burning out your email list. You don't want to do that. But if you are putting out emails and emailing your customer base, your followers, your audience, and providing value in each email, that is basically what they would find you know, juicy, what they would want, what they want to read, what they want to learn. If you're doing that, what you're doing is you're, you're building trust and you're showing yourself to be um, a credible authority in the space. And the reason that people are there in the first place is because they have an expectation that you can deliver based upon what you have said that you can deliver upon. So if you are marketing to your audience and you aren't providing the value that they've been looking for, or you're over providing too much information on a regular basis, they're going to unsubscribe. They're going to burn out. So we don't want to do that. We want to keep people on our list and we want to foster them and we want to educate and provide value so that in the future, down the road, they may potentially become customers. So whatever your business is, that's the whole point of the email marketing aspect is to provide value in such a way that people keep turning to you as the main source of information. And so if you're in the business of knowledge commerce, you want to make sure that you are providing value in your knowledge space. See, another thing that's important about the email marketing process is we, we want to make sure we're defining marketing uh, differently than advertising. And what I mean by that is we don't want to jump in front of somebody's face saying, buy this and buy that. People don't like being sold to, they, but they do like to buy, right? People like to buy things. It makes them feel good. And as much as we'd hate to admit that, Buying things makes people feel good. But getting sold to, sitting down for some sleazy sales pitch is usually a turnoff for people. So when it comes to sales strategies, there's a number of things that you can do to avoid getting people to shut down early on in the sales process. But that's not what we're trying to do with email. We're not advertising in such a way where we're just pushing out you know, our products or our services in their face 
and basically saying, buy this, buy this, buy this, people will unsubscribe for that. So we don't want that to happen either. So marketing is essentially getting your brand out there, getting notice, and providing value to the potential customer. We want to treat every single email as a, a potential customer that may buy years from now. If you knew that every single person that signed on your email list would only buy your product, let's just say five years from now, just using random numbers here. If they were only to buy your product five years from now, what would you say between now and the next five years when you're putting out your email? Would you send out an email three times a week to that person saying, buy now? I can almost guarantee you that that person's going to unsubscribe from your list. And then you're never going to see the fruits of your labor. The amount of time and effort that you spent creating this advertising campaign for your emails just to cause it to push your email list away uh, is, is a waste. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. It's a waste of credibility and a waste of trust. So instead, you create more value, you educate, you help, you provide insight. There's so many ways that you can set yourself up as a credible source in your space without selling to them. Now, I want you to take a second to think about any time where you've read some emails from your inbox, or even let's just say you saw something online or even on television, and it was a marketing campaign that provided value but never sold anything. When it comes time to you needing something that that business or that brand can provide, do you turn to that one or do you turn to somebody else that just kind of jumped in your face and said, buy now? Most people aren't going to just impulse buy a random thing at a random point in time for whatever random reason. There are people that do that. They have a problem that needs to be addressed. But most people, I would say, err on the side of caution and do research before they just spend money. And if they already know that this particular brand or your particular brand is the major credible source that comes to their inbox, provides value, or not only that, maybe they just see them on TV or see them online. If your business or brand is the credible source, who do you think they're going to turn to when it comes time to pay for a product or service that you provide? So that's why we want to make sure that when we are marketing via email, we market in a way that's providing value, educating, being helpful, but not pushing sale. So let's flip this scenario around a little bit. Let's also say that you have a potential customer that may not buy for another year or two. And you're marketing on Facebook or Instagram. And 
in that time period, you didn't collect their email. And since you didn't collect their email, you're not directly marketing to them anymore. It would be so easy for your business, your brand to be drowned out by everybody else that's doing the same thing. So when the time comes where that potential customer needs your help or your service, your product, are they going to turn to you or are they going to turn to the person that's been regularly marketing to them in their inbox? I would say it would be the people that are marketing to to them in their inbox because they've been providing value over that period of time and you are no longer relevant because you haven't been putting out evergreen content and you also haven't collected their email address so you can directly market to them to provide additional value and, and establish your credibility. So by having a business that doesn't collect email addresses, you're essentially setting yourself up for failure. You can basically say that you might be able to make money now from anybody that's ready to buy immediately or within the next couple months. But when it comes to the long term, the long run, if you don't collect their email address, you're, you're setting your business up for failure. You essentially have no backup plan. So if Facebook becomes irrelevant one day and something else comes up, and a lot of people might think, well, and that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. Yeah, we didn't think that would happen with MySpace either, right? Um, as much as MySpace wasn't that great, it still got replaced quickly. These companies out there, these social media platforms rise and fall. And to build your business solely around those companies is basically saying, I'm going to build my business inside a business. So my business is going to rely on that business. And if something happens to that business, my business doesn't exist. You should never rely on somebody else's business, especially one that's so deeply involved in politics, like, like Facebook. You should never rely solely on that. You can leverage it as a platform to grow your audience, but you should never build your business in it. I hope that makes sense. So this is why it's important to have a website or a landing page and is why it's also important to have something set up for email capture. So if you're just getting started and you're finding that you know, you, you, you're kind of testing the waters and you're not really sure whether or not you're going to make a profitable business out of the particular model that you're using, then you don't need to be spending a ton of money on products that can help you grow your business, right? It's not really wise to spend money on something when you're not making money. There are wise investments that you can make, but if you're just spending money just to spend money, but you're nowhere near set up and you, you're not even in a position where you can make any money anytime soon, then you need to strategize a little differently. So there's tons of platforms out there where you can actually create a landing page and start capturing email for free. MailChimp is one of those. 
So you can use something like that to capture email, but just know when it comes to growing your business and scaling your business, you're going to need a platform like Kajabi, if not Kajabi. A platform like Kajabi allows you to grow your business, scale your business, host your coaching, provide um, you know digital products and membership sites, anything you can do for recurring revenue. You can sell your books on there. You can sell physical products through there, through some other external integrations. Um, and I think Kajabi's even getting set up with some drop shipping too. They're, they're trying to be like this all-in-one platform where you can just come to. But if you aren't in a position where you can start, where you could be able to afford forward that on a regular basis, then it's not something you should do. Now, on the other hand, if you already have a job that's supporting some additional income and gives you a little bit of time to start building your business, start growing it, and you have the financial capacity to get started with Kajabi, I would just say get started there. Because transferring all the information that you've collected over time to Kajabi can be a headache. And if you've built a massive following and a massive email list and even gone through major setup in like web design, and then you want to transfer over to Kajabi, you're gonna to have to build everything all over again. So it just makes more sense to build it once, but that's only if you're in a financial place to get started. Now, if you do want to get started in Kajabi or you want to try it out, see if it's right for you, you can go to nickcrib.com slash Kajabi, and that's going to give you a free 30-day trial. Kajabi usually gives you two weeks free. Um, I honestly don't think that's enough to, to really see what they have to offer and to play with it. If you decide it's right for you and you decide to sign up, because that's an affiliate link, it's a, a way that you can help support me in my channel. If you don't want to use that link, it's fine. You can go straight to Kajabi, but it's not going to cost you any more or any less. It's going to be the same price. You're just not going to get that 30-day trial. Now, for those of you that are just getting started, here's what I say, or here's what I suggest that you do. Start growing your audience whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it may be, you find a platform that works for you. Regardless of the fact, whichever platform you choose, you need to at least create some evergreen content. So that would be something like posting a video to YouTube and then taking segments of that video and then putting it on um, just other social platform that you prefer. So if Instagram is your thing, I would suggest creating videos for YouTube since that's an evergreen situation and searchable. And then taking a, a clip off of that video and putting it into Instagram. So that way you can have video content for Instagram and use those videos to try to capture leads so that way you can get their email address and continue to grow your business. So if you're just getting started, you don't have a product to sell, you don't have a service to sell, it should still be a priority for you to grow your audience.
So make sure you are growing your audience, but also capturing the email because when the time comes for you to launch your first product, your first service, you want to let everybody know. You want to be able to, um, to start marketing that new product or service, and you want to let everybody know that, that you have it and that exists, and then that way you can start making money. Because it would be a shame for you to have a business that you've been growing, let's say, on Facebook um, for two years or more. And all of a sudden, you've got this large following of people. But people have been coming and going from your group or your page. And you haven't been collecting email addresses. And now you've got this product or service made. And you have to make an announcement through Facebook rather than their inbox. You can still get people through Facebook. People successfully do that. But what happens to everybody else that decided that they just didn't want to be on your Facebook page anymore? Let's say they were waiting on a product or service for you, but you just didn't have anything to provide at the time. By getting their emails, it's a way for you to be able to market to them directly. Now, How do we get their emails? Well, there's a number of things that you can do, but one of the most helpful is to exchange something for that email. Because as a reminder, people don't just want to be on somebody else's email list, but if you were to offer somebody something in exchange for their email, they'd be more inclined to give it to you. Now, for example, I have my Knowledge to Income workshop. And when it comes to my Knowledge to Income workshop, it's essentially a free video that allows you to understand the process of online business and how to go from you know making nothing to making your first $1,000 a month. And to see the video, you have to go to nickcrib.com slash workshop. That is one of my lead generation, right? My, my uh, lead magnets that allows me to capture email, but provide value at the same time. But if you wanted to get in and kind of dig into my business a little bit, see how I run things, just go to nickcrib.com slash workshop. Uh, You'll see the process on how I created a landing page that allows you to put in your email address, you hit the submit button, and it brings you to another page with the video that shows you how to start your online business and how to develop passive income through online business. What I have done in the past, and what I recommend that you do as well, is find businesses that you, you like their model, like their business model, the way it's structured. With those businesses, Get involved, like jump in on their email list. Now, this doesn't mean go in there and buy their products or service, but you can study a business and their business strategies by being on their email list. And I do that personally to continue to grow my understanding of online business because nobody has all the answers. We might have certain areas that we're really good at, but nobody's going to have all the answers. But by me getting kind of jumping in on other people's email lists, I can see their email strategies. I can see how they word their content. 
I can see how often they put out their content, how often they do marketing. And so I have a number of people that I follow via email so I can study their business, see how they do things, see how they perform, see what type of things I, I like. Maybe they're doing something different than what I'm doing and it can help me to improve. Now, we don't want to fall under the mistake of trying to do everything that everyone is doing. You want to find that one area to focus your business in the one method to perform your business, but we don't want to be performing every single method that everybody else is doing. If you do that, you're going to burn yourself out and you're not going to find what's effective because what's effective for one audience is going to be entirely different for another audience. And the whole key here is to figure out what's most effective that also, you know, not just for your audience, but also for your business and for you, because you can't have, let's say an email strategy of five pieces of content a week, plus a video strategy of seven pieces of content per week. If you can't maintain that and you can't perform the marketing, Right? The whole goal of this business, my business, and hopefully your business, is to work less. And just because some people are very successful putting out content every single day does not mean that that's the most efficient thing for you to do with your time. What if instead of putting out content every single day, you focused on putting out content that was extremely high quality, but significantly less often. I think it's just important to have a healthy balance for yourself where you're not getting burnout, but you're able to deliver or over deliver. So find a, a marketing strategy that works well for you. So creating a, a, a quality lead magnet is a great way to collect email addresses, but also you could even collect email addresses in a, a much more passive, simpler form. Let's say you have an amazing blog that puts out some wonderful content on a regular basis. You could have something as simple as just a, a, a newsletter sign-up where people can passively go to your page and sign up for you know, more of your blog content. Another method is just having a, a simple landing page that has a clear call to action. Whatever that call to action may be, you can get real creative with that, um, but you can create um, lead generation through that. You could run a, um, you could run a contest or a challenge and create a bunch of hype that excites people to get involved in whatever type of challenge that you're, you're doing. So let's say you're having some sort of campaign in your fitness business. You can create some sort of fitness challenge. Let's say it's a one-week, two-week, 90-day fitness challenge where people can opt into your email list and then they'll receive workouts for the day. And, um, you know, just goal setting for each day for a particular period of time. 
you know, people get excited about those things because they can, it can really be able to get, you know, hyper involved in your business and, and see exactly what it is that you have to offer. Then there's even the old fashioned way of just meeting people in person. If you're meeting people in person and you're able to, um, you know, articulate well what your offer is, what your business is, what you do. I mean, that's a, that's a fast way to start building. Um, that's a fast way to get additional emails and to get additional subscribers to your email list. I did um, an in-person event not too long ago down in Houston and managed to double my email subscriber base just by doing in-person marketing. You, you shouldn't underestimate that, uh, the power of in-person marketing, because just like video content allows you to, I guess, better connect with your viewers, in-person discussion is a lot more intimate than video. Video is a lot more intimate than a blog. Because people can see you, they see your facial expressions, they can get your personality. But in person, you're not hiding behind any edits, right? You, you don't have to, you're, you're in a situation that is raw and live and unfiltered. And you can better connect with people. And then another way that you can grow your email list is through referral marketing. If your business is set up where you know where people can refer people to your business and there's countless ways to do that too but through referral marketing you can grow your business from a third party and oftentimes that can build credibility as well because you're not the one that's stepping out in front of everybody trying to gather that email but instead somebody else is advocating for you and for your business so referral marketing is is huge. I mean, look at Amazon. Um, and and this is just uh, just a different way to look at it. But if you look at Amazon, and you are trying to find a product that you want to buy, do you just pick whichever one, or do you pick the one with the most reviews? Even though reviews are are very indirect, it's still almost like somebody's referring you to that product. They're saying, hey, this one is great. Check this one out. So referral marketing um, is just another great way to capture people's email addresses and, and gain business. But from that third party and from third party reviews or suggestions and things like that. So if you've stayed all the way to the end of this video, I want to say you know, first off, thank you for watching this whole thing. Um, every bit of time that I get that people watch my content and every comment that I receive and the engagements that I receive on my, my channel, my content, my videos, all of that helps my channel to rank a little bit higher up on YouTube. In turn, the higher I rank on YouTube, the more people are going to see my content and the more people I'm going to be able to help 
to start their online business and to educate how to improve their online business. So anytime you get the opportunity to share my content on social media, if you find that any of my content is helpful, please share it. Please share it. By sharing that, I'm, I'm basically, my video is going to get spread across social media and YouTube is going to see my videos and my channel is more relevant. And so if you appreciate my content, please share, please like, please subscribe and leave comments below in, 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 my, in my videos. All those things are helping me to become more relevant and so I can help more people. And in the comment below today, let me know what you find to be your most effective email capture strategy or strategy for building your email list. And if you don't have an email list set up, let me know what your plans are for the upcoming year to grow your email list. I hope this content was helpful. And in the meantime, you guys take care and stay tuned for more to come. Have a great day.